Check, check, one, two. Check, check. All right, let's get it. Yeah. Let's paint the city. Let's paint the city. Come on now. Cash out. What it do? Kick blakes, I'm round the six, dancing. Oh, I'm I ain't fighting for shit. Honey, right in the clip. Spend all shit every vibe. See the keep popping the bench. Two hundred stuff in the back. He quote my raps. The telly let him fight for the dick. Little nigga keeps sending shots till they'll start with the cap. Hit his hoe cause she tight on the rent. It's a movie. Look at the life that I live. Sparkles on sprites like a pint off the lid. She's sucking and sliving. She might need a bib. Penthouse for thotties. Got wifey the crib. Got more pay than niggas. Niggas fucked up. Check, check, check. One, two, one, two, one, two. What's going on, everybody? It's. Uh, my name is Ryan Yee. This is the Fresh Bake Podcast, episode 32. And weekly I sports update. Weekly sports update. Welcome, welcome. This is Carter Bowie. To all you students out there, hope everyone's having a great finals week. And thank you for tuning in. Wow, you came prepared with a whole little spiel today, huh? Uh, I was just figuring, you know, get a little nice intro going. <laughs> some some light. Some light, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um. Well, it has been a long sports news week, so let's get right into it. Um, well, first of all, wait, hold on. What was that? Um, I did just want to say, did you watch the fight last week? The UFC fight? No, I didn't. You didn't watch it? No, I didn't. I didn't check it well, out. The man's, the mandom. Where's the part where it's like lit? <laughs> That song is terrible, but uh, shout out to Patty Pimblett, Patty the Batty. He came out victorious this week at UFC 282. Um, who did he, he beat? He beat uh, Jared Gordon, I believe is his last name. Um, dude, the other dude's legit, though. Um, it was a good fight. Went all three rounds. Um, very controversial finish because uh, Patty Pimblett won by... Unanimous decision. Unanimous but, decision. Okay. Yeah, but a lot of people are saying that they actually think he lost. So. Yeah, I, I don't. don't I don't really watch that much UFC, so I can't report much on it. Yeah, me and me and my buddies just been watching that, like, cause you know it's like pretty. I don't know. Like it's fun to watch. You know, you could allegedly pirate it for. Oh yeah, ski. for sure. Oh definitely. The ski. Yeah, we um, would do that like freshman year. But we yeah. don't watch it anymore, just because the fights aren't like that entertaining anymore. I don't think. No, they. I I find it entertaining. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not big into like boxing and all those UFC type of sports. Stop moving your chair, please. I got. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. Well, welcome back, episode thirty-two. We're thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah, we're right thirty-two. On. Let's go. Um. Well, we got right off the bat. We got NBA. Um, some big news this week. Well, first of all, actually, we did want to say, 
Um, prayers and condolences to the Silas family. Um, Celtics legend Paul Silas um, reportedly died at the age of 79 this week. Um, you know, he's a three-time champion, two-time All-Star, coached LeBron and a lot of other star players. Um, you know, he coached the, the San Diego Clippers before they moved to L.A. Um, and, yeah, and so his kid, St- uh, Stefan, is currently the head of the the head coach of the Rockets right now. So, um, yeah, we just want to send some prayers and love to, to the family, you know. Um, are you good? What are you What are you doing? I'm good. Okay. Um, anywho, all right. You know, this is like an audio recorded podcast. Yeah, can't no, be like no. making all this noise. I'm not trying to. It's just my chair, bro. <laughs> How about you sit still, please? I'm st- I'm sitting still. All right, good. <laughs> all right. Anyway, God, dude. Um, yeah. So, uh, for those of you who have not heard already, Cade Cunningham, the former number one overall pick from last year's draft um, for the Detroit Pistons, is out for the season. He's going to undergo season-ending shin surgery. Um, he's having, you know, he's having a good year this year. So, twenty points per game, six rebounds per game, six assists. Uh, he's the face of their franchise right now, so it's devastating loss for them. Um, oh, definitely. Um, who else? Who else is a big time player on the Pistons? <laughs> no uh, one. No Sadiq one really? Bay. Sadiq Bay. I don't even know who that is. Isaiah Stewart. I don't know. I've, I've heard. Of... I've heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, because right, he yeah. fought LeBron. That's why everyone knows him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they're kind of Duke. Yeah, that's t- that's tough for Cade. You know, young young star in the league, but. Hopefully, as you know, speedy and just a healthy recovery. Yeah, looking for that third year bounce back. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, speaking of those those rookies from last year, those guys have been in uh, in Houston and were playing real good ball. I know Jalen Green had a big game against yeah. the Bucks. He's cold. Yeah, he's nasty. Shout out. Where's he from? Fresno. I didn't know it was from California. Yeah, he's from. I guess he's. he's I guess he's from Fresno. Yeah, he's from Fresno. He played a prolific prep. Um, oh, okay, yeah. okay. Shout out the Filipino community. Um, do we know how Jabari Smith's been playing? I know he's a rookie this year. Yeah, he's been clamping up dudes. He uh, yeah. had some good defense on Giannis. I saw that, some clips. Um, but yeah, I think yeah that whole team's been playing pretty well. Um, I really like their young core, like Kevin Porter Jr. Yeah, uh, they do have Ken- a good – they got a big, good young um, – Big three, I guess, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, and like big four, honestly, like yeah, Kenyon Martin. Yeah, he's solid, very solid. Yeah. Josh Christopher's been doing all right. Yeah, and they got the veteran experience from John Wall. Yeah, well, no, John Wall's in the Clippers now, dude. He is. Yeah. Oh, jeez, I forgot about that. I feel like you told me about that like a couple weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I might have. Yeah, I'm just forgetting where all the. Uh, like veteran players go because they get traded so often. Yeah. So hard to um, keep track of everyone. Yeah. You want to do players yeah, of the we week? Gotta, yeah. So um, this was for last week for the Eastern Conference player of the week. It was Joel Embiid. He averaged 43.3 points. Joel. Joel. What did I say? Joel? Yeah. Okay. Joel. All right. Same thing. 10 rebounds and he shot 64% from the field. Hey. That's oh, hey. nuts. It's fine. Yeah, no. 43 points, 10 boards, and 64% from the field for your uh, Eastern Conference Player of the Week. I mean, we all know Embiid's won in that MVP, so he's just making a big name for himself. Man, he's been – I feel like he just feels like he's gotten snubbed. 
back to back years. He, oh, for sure. He definitely has. Yeah, dude, I hate Jokic. Yeah, I'm not a big Jokic guy. He just his play style. He's a great player, but I don't like his like mannerisms on the court, and yeah. I don't really like his behavior, attitude at all. He kind of he kind of like mopes. He just looks like I he like doesn't want to be plays. there. Yeah, exactly. It's not like how Luca, like all the foreign guys that come play in the league from like Europe. Yeah, they always have this like this weird little demeanor to them where they always yeah. look like they don't want to be there. Exactly. But like Luca has this like kind of cocky, arrogant. Yes. Luca definitely has that, yeah. Wait, I don't... He's like, you could pick me up anywhere on the court. I'm shooting the, the three ball from 300 feet out from the parking yeah. lot. Yeah. I think Luca's insane player, but I'm not really a fan of him. Yeah, neither am I. Um, um, all right. For our Western Conference Player of the Week, I bet a lot of you have seen the uh, Zion Williams from Dunk. He was named Western Conference Player of the Week. He averaged 33 points, 8.3 rebounds, and he shot 70% from the field. So just... Monster shooting percentages from both these players. Um, and I think, you know, what? How, did Zion miss all of last season? Or mm, majority of last season? He missed, yeah, damn near the whole season, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, think he came back towards the end. Yeah, I mean, Zion's just, you know, it's good for him that he's, you know, finally healthy and he's just showing uh, how young and talented he is. Yeah, he's a beast, dude. Like, yeah, he's, he's insane. He, I, I he's saw something some, we've never seen. He's yeah. just so. Oh, he's a freak in nature. Yeah. Just too much of a big body to. Yeah, I saw some some highlights and dude, his he had some insane dunks where he was just moving like full speed and just like yammed over like the whole team. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's it was, crazy. Yeah. Do you think do, uh, do you think he is the best player out of his draft class? Um, what he was drafted what twenty nineteen? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, the one with uh with Ja, RJ ja, Barrett. Oh, okay. Um, I think well, it's obviously between Ja and Zion, right? Well. If Zion wasn't injured, I would probably have to say Zion because Zion is, from what I've seen this year, he's so explosive. Um, he's just so athletic and agile, um, and he's very creative with with his uh, like plays and everything. But I'd probably have to give it give it to Jaw out of that draft class. Yeah, because he's do. just he's been insane. But that they're both. A, on, sorry, go ahead. They're both on very similar levels. Because yeah, they both they, do a bunch of like acrobatic moves and stuff. Yeah, that that draft class was loaded. It had yeah. Zion, Ja, RJ Barrett, DeAndre Hunter, Darius Garland, um, mm-hmm. Jackson Hayes, Cam Reddish, Tyler Hero, uh, Matisse Thybul, Brandon Clark, Grant Williams, uh, Jordan Poole, twenty eighth pick of the draft, mm-hmm. oh, Kevin yeah. Porter Jr. Yeah, that um, draft class was very much stacked. Yeah, that was Bull Bull was in that draft class. That's a sleeper. Yeah. Um, he's beginning to be able to shoot the ball now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's actually been looking all right. Um, Taylor Horton Tucker was also drafted, forty fifth overall. Interesting. Okay. Um, well, that's pretty much all we got for NBA. You got anything else you want to add? Um, I feel like not that much happened in the NBA. No, nothing really exciting. There was uh, that beef has, has been going on. That beef with Zion in the in the Suns was. And the Suns, oh yeah, that was just because. Well, I think this game was on this pat this past Sunday. Um, yeah, there was like six seconds left, and then Zion um, had the whole wide, whole court open. Or he stole the ball or something. Had the whole court open, and then he did a little three sixty windmill. Oh, he uh, kind of like kind of like a buzzer beater, uh, just to end the game. Um, 
Well, I think the Pellies ended up winning by like two points. No, they won by like I think they won by six. Six. Okay, yeah. so they won by six. It, it was closer yeah. than two. Oh, okay, okay. But um, yeah, no, it just kind of it got the Suns bench bench all riled up. Uh, yeah. Just because you know, you know, unsportsmanlike um, just behavior. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's also like I've seen a, um just from a lot of videos from it. A lot of people are saying like you know, you play till the buzzer stops. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's like. Because, I mean, you just, he's a very competitive player. So uh, I think he's all in the right uh, just for doing it. And I mean, the dunk looked sick. Uh, we've seen him do it before. Dunk. Yeah, I remember, yeah, when I was in Hawaii, when Gonzaga played Duke, he was just doing that casually in warm ups and it was insane. Yeah, he's cracked. He's cracked. Um, yeah. He's a stud. Yeah. Any, um, yeah. So I, I, think I got nothing I got. I got nothing from NBA. Yeah. Not um, really, not really much. I mean, Warriors aren't playing well. Um, we got smacked today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did get smacked today. That's, we've just been on like a bad, bad streak. And I mean, Wiggins has been out for a few games, so it hurts not having him on the court with his offense and defensive production. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's go over to the MLB. Just going to throw this little, little thing on. He's back. The man, the myth, the legend. Hey, Aaron Judge. Hey, Aaron. He's trying to take my life away. I put a hole in a nigga for fucking with me. My back on the wall, now you gon' see. Better watch how you talk when you talk about me. Cause I'll come and take your life away, many men. Yeah, man. Aaron Judge. <laughs> Do you like that new dude? This soundboard is like the greatest thing that I have. Oh, I bet you're having a blast with oh, it. Oh my goodness, dude. I do it when I'm in my room alone. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yeah. Um, gotta practice. Gotta practice. Yeah, dude. Gotta get the timing down right, you know? Anyway, uh Aaron Judge did in fact kind of unfortunate for us Giants fans, but he yeah. did in fact re-sign with the Yankees on a three hundred sixty million dollar deal over nine years, making him the hot what it was was is he the highest paid position player of all time? Uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure Mike Trout is. No, I'm pre- it was a record-setting deal. Oh, okay. I, I didn't yeah. hear anything about it being a record-setting deal, but um, we can we can look into that yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, Aaron Judge. Obviously, we've talked about him for. Bro, you gotta mute yourself when you're typing. Yeah, I was going to. Sorry about that. You're good. Um, he. Dude, now look what you made me do, bro. Now I forgot where I was. Um. Oh, anyway, yeah, he is the AL MVP, and you know, monster season last year, sixty-two home runs, uh, broke the AL AL record for most home runs in a season. Pretty much, uh, the unofficial record because Barry Bonds holds the official record at seventy-five, I believe. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, what his record is for the AL. But not yeah. Nash, not league wide. Yeah. Well, Barry Bonds still got that asterisk on his, on his because of the the roids. But yeah, you know, Aaron Judge is just a monster. He's a franchise player. He's going to be the 14th captain of the Yankees 
in in Yankee history. I think the last one was Derek Jeter. Um, you know, he's just such a stud, dude. We would have loved to have him in San Francisco, but it's unfortunate. Um, but from what I heard, the Padres did offer him 400 mil over They never offered years. him. They never offered him. They were uh, contemplating on making oh. an offer that could have been 40 mil for 14 years. They never f- offered it to him. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, that that would have been nuts. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, if that yeah, if they offered that, that'd have been crazy. I cannot yeah. imagine that lineup. They would have had to have lost probably I mean, they wouldn't have been able to keep Soto, Tatis, Judge, and Machado. I oh think. hell no. Yeah, no dude. way. No way. Think about it. Four hundred mil on the books for fourteen years is nuts. Yeah. How much is that a year? Um thirty something, right? Thirty something, yeah. Twenty eight point five. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's a um, nice payday right there. But yeah. he's still making a bag on his well, he's three, been, he's sixty making, for nine. He's making forty. Yeah, yeah, that's more nuts. per year. Um, yeah, obviously less than four hundred mil, but still, still an insane, same deal for him. But you know, yeah. I think I think he's I think he's worth every penny of it. He just proved, you know, he's the best player. I think he's the best player in the league. Oh um, yeah, just I'll, from last besides year. Besides Shohei, I think, but um, yeah, definitely. But I mean, this will take him. Take him to the end of his career. He'll be forty by the time this deal's done. So I think. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Just with you know, yeah. nine years is a long time, so anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, I think just the sad part about this deal for us Giants fans is that the Giants did offer him the same contract, and he chose. Yeah. To exactly. Go. So it's just like all the rumors of you know him coming to the Giants. Maybe they just weren't true, um, and I don't know. Maybe he just didn't get a, a good vibe, or well, he was using it as leverage and stuff. Uh, he because he wanted to raise like how his, much he would get. Yeah, his his market. Yeah, that that's he, actually smart. Because their first offer was for three hundred mil from the Yankees. Yeah, and he three hundred over that. eight. Yeah, yeah, he declined that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I think he kind of just played played us. Yeah, side. I, I do think he did, but yeah. it's all good. It's I think hurt. it's fine that he stays in New York. Yeah, yeah, I'm not mad at that. If he had gone to like the Dodgers or the Padres, I would. He would have. He would have never done that. Yeah. He would have never gone to the Dodgers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just a big week in MLB free agency. You know, the winter meetings just wrapped up. So mm-hmm. we got Xander Bogarts, um, the former Red Sox shortstop. He's going to the San Diego Padres on a $280 million deal over 11 years. Um, it is $20, 20 million less than Trey Turner over the same amount of time. Um, but he is a career 292 hitter. Last year, he had 23 bombs on the season, had a gold glove. Just an overall, like, solid, solid player. Um, you know, I think, how old is Xander Bogarts? Um, um, I want to say he's... I mean, he signed an eleven-year contract. Years, I think he's thirty years uh, old. It'll I was take gonna say like, yeah. I was gonna say like, birthday. I was gonna say like twenty-eight, because dude, he's been in the league for like nine or ten years already. Yeah, he's been in the league for a while. He, yeah. he came in when he was like nineteen or twenty. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. He came in as a youngin. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a that's a great move for the Padres. I mean, it just yeah. gives them, um, because they have Tatis, um, who obviously plays shortstop, but I think it just gives them a lot of flexibility. Um, because they just have a lot of talent on their team now. They got Bogarts, Tatis, Machado, Juan Soto. Um, they got a lot of a lot of power bats and a lot of great defenders on their team. So it'll be interesting to see when Tatis is back from his suspension. 
uh, where they put him in the field. They're going to throw but, him in the outfield. He's going to yeah. play center. Or I'm assuming. you said center? Yeah. Yeah, he'll probably play center left. Or, I mean, who knows? Just because, you know, I mean, obviously he was sus- suspended, but um, he was obviously injured. So maybe they'll just put him at DH. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Um, and then the Mets, obviously, they went crazy this offseason. Um, yeah, they got dude. Verlander. Um, they already have Scherzer on the rotation, but they did bring back Brandon Nemo, um, who, again, the Giants were hoping to sign. Um, he hit four, 274 last season, 16 homers. Uh, he's a big leadoff guy, uh, 71 walks and a two, eight, 8.26 um, on base percentage last season. Yeah, he's just a solid, solid uh, on base guy, you know. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure he was a uh, pretty sure he was an all star last year as well. Yeah, yeah, he was. might have been. I think it was might have been first time for him. Yeah, yeah, um, but they got him for I don't know if I just said that or not, but uh, 162 over eight. So yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty hefty contract. For yeah, him. that's a sizable contract for an outfielder. I feel like Def- definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, obviously Mike Trout and Harper, but they're yeah. on their own. They're on their own level. Yeah, Brandon Nemo is not. That nah, he, he, one, nowhere, nowhere near. No, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Isn't Brandon Nemo an infielder? No, he's a center fielder. Oh yeah, I swear yeah. I thought he played second base. You're probably thinking of mm. Brandon Drury. No, I'm thinking of Jeff O'Neill on the match. Oh yeah, I like him he's, a lot. He's infielder. Yeah, he's but a second baseman. But they yeah, put him okay. in right sometimes. I I get him and Nemo confused. Yeah, they look the same. Yeah, they always wear high socks. Yeah, um, but again with the Mets, um, they did sign the Japanese stud. Koda, Kodai Senga on a 75 mil for mil deal over five years. Uh, Senga's 29 years old, projected as the number two or three starter for the Mets. Um, but obviously, he's joining that deep rotation with Scherzer, Verlander, all those guys. Um, and yeah, he's probably the biggest uh, Japanese sensation since Shohei Otani. Um, he's got a fastball that goes 100 miles an hour, and it, he has a really deep variety of pitches. Or sorry, wide variety of pitches. Um, last year in the Japanese league, he had a 1.95 ERA, 156 strikeouts across 144 innings pitched, and yeah, he's just a really solid pitcher. Um, it's a good pickup. I do want to see how he'll translate to the MLB, but you know, with a hundred mile per hour fastball and all those different off speed pitches, you should be all right. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I just like it when the guys from Japan or overseas come over um, from the the pro leagues out there. Um, it makes it a lot more fun, you know. You got like the best of the best. Um, but the Mets are now at a record-setting payroll of three hundred ninety-eight million dollars after the luxury tax. Um, it's the highest luxury. It's the highest payroll in baseball history. Um, and yeah, this offseason, dude, they went crazy. Twenty, they handed out twenty-three years worth of contracts to six players um, for a total of four hundred sixty-one point seven million dollars. It's just, it's, in, yeah, it's just insane how much money is in professional sports if you really think about it. Yeah, I didn't know they had. I didn't know the Mets had that much money. Oh, dude, Mets were top three payroll last season just because with shining uh, with signing Scherzer. Uh, put them up. Yeah, Peter Long. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to look good this year. Lindor. Oh, yeah, they have Lindor. Yeah, dude, dude they've had that him. That Lindor yeah. deal was huge. Yeah, I think he's making like close to 30 a year. Yeah, I believe it's and, uh, something. between 25. It's like, 
Between yeah, I think it might be 27 or something like yeah. that. But, yeah, no, dude. They're paying bags all their players. Yeah. But, I don't know. They end up – it'll be interesting to see how they play, but they usually end up choking in the playoffs, yeah. as we've as we've seen in the past. But no head against Mets fans. Um, you guys are going to have a very exciting team to watch this year. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's a good team. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Chris Bassett, probably the only, I would say, top-tier pitcher left besides Carlos Rodon. Um, he is yeah. headed to the Blue Jays on a $63 million deal over three years. He had 167 strikeouts through 181 innings in 2022 with a 3.42 ERA. Um, you know, just a solid pitcher. Where is he? He's from where? The What team? Yeah. He was on the Mets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, he was on the Mets. Yeah. So Yeah, the Mets, a... um, yeah, they gave up or they traded Chris Bassett. And then we talked about uh, – Taiwan Walker um, yeah. last week. They got those are their only two pitchers. I'm pretty sure that they gave up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah that's right. But yeah, I, I mean, Chris Bassett. But I mean, look who they added. They added yeah. this Japanese stud and Justin Verlander. Yeah, I would definitely lose <laughs> can't complain. They did that's also right. lose Degrom. True. Yeah, they but, did lose him. But to replace that with Verlander, you know, yeah. get to keep Scherzer. They're definitely yeah. They're not yeah. complaining. Yeah, I've I've been doing some research on just like the the mindsets of the guys and the within the Mets organization now that Max Scherzer uh-huh. and Verlander are on the team. Both yeah. are both of them are known as like the most two of the most competitive pitchers in baseball. Yeah. Um, you know Scherzer is like just a kind of like a crazy he's like a psychotic kind of dude, you know. Scherzer, yeah, is very very interesting uh interesting demeanor. But yeah. um I was going to say I'm pretty sure because Verlander and Scherzer, they played together in Detroit right. uh, when the Giants played them in the World Series in 2012. I'm pretty and sure. So lit up. I mean, yeah, we swept them. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how um, you know they just they act as you know their teammates again uh, up in New York, just yeah. with Scherzer and uh, Verlander. Yeah. I bet they're going to be both competing uh, for that number one spot in the rotation. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And then the Giants finally made a move. Some, it's something. <laughs> this is so fun. Um, but yeah, so the, the Giants did sign the uh, A's pitcher, Sean Manaya on a $25 million deal over two years. That's 12 and a half a year for you mathematicians. <laughs> um, he pitched pretty not great last year he had 156 strikeouts through 158 innings but he did have a just under a five era at 4.96 um however i feel like that's like a little bit of an outlier in terms of his career averages it's a full run higher than his his um his era across his whole career so i I like the pickup um i'm sorry he's not from the a's he's from the padres he was on the A's before yeah, the yeah, Padres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, my my uncle sent me a picture a while back um, at the beginning of the semester of uh, he was training with he was training at, at one of the parks in the in San Francisco. Uh, oh, that's and my sweet. little cousin saw him, and they were, they threw the ball around a little bit, which is cool. Um, Maybe that was probably a sign that he's coming here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like him. He's a he pitched well with the A's back in the day. Um, yeah, he, he had I mean, that no hitter right. While ago. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. That was yeah. probably a few what a few seasons ago. Probably four or five. Four or five. Three or yeah. four. He was Three on the A's for a while. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, he was solid on the Padres, but 
towards the uh, back half of this last season, um, he just lost a lot of command on his fastball. So he yeah. wasn't he wasn't able to locate, um, and he was just, he was just getting rocked because yeah. he would just have to feed the zone and he would just pipe fastballs and he would just get yeah. rocked. But um, yeah, I like that. I always love adding. Um, I love when teams add lefties into the rotation. I just think it gets interesting, you know. Pitching coaches love lefties because they're easy to, I guess, not easy to work with, but um, you know, you can do a lot of th- different um, things with them. Yeah, I think he's probably going to slot in at the, depending on if we can resign Radon. Um, probably going to, yeah, probably going to be our three guy. Um, you know, we got Logan Webb right now. He's been pitching great. Well, he had a little bit of a slower season yeah. last year, but yeah, he did. Uh, he he still pitched very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Alex Wood, still decent. He's questionable. Decent he's not the most consistent pitcher. Few games he'll be on on point with locating, and then other games he just he just loses his control. Yeah, and then Descafani. Um, I really like him. Yeah, he's he. I don't know how I feel about him, but I think I think he got hurt. Um, yeah, yeah, he heard sometime last year, so he was out for a good chunk. Yeah, but um, yeah, also he's inconsistent as well. Him and Alex Wood both inconsistent. I think Webb, Webb and Radon obviously are our most consistent pitchers, and hopefully, you know, if we keep Radon, that'd be sweet to have Logan Webb and, and Radon in our rotation. Oh, but we'll and, we'll see. Okay, so New also news? yeah, breaking news. Oh, we need a breaking news drop. We'll we can you are fake news. <laughs> um anyway we uh we are getting breaking news that the giants have just signed pitcher ross stripling to a 25 million dollar deal for two years um and there's some a five million dollar signing bonus and a 12.5 million dollar opt-out in 2024 um he's coming at from it's come to us from where is he coming toronto yeah, for the Blue Jays. Yeah, um, he was. Yeah, he was. He's pretty versatile. He's starter and a reliever. Um, twenty twenty two, probably his best year in the league. He posted a three point zero one ERA, um, twenty eight, twenty four starts, eight relief appearances. Um, yeah, you know he's he's probably gonna have to fill both spots on just in the rotation and on the in the in the bullpen. So I think it's a good pickup. Um, I mean, I don't know what that means in terms of are we out of the Redone sweepstakes, but I would mean, love to I have Redone back. I don't really think Ross Stripling compares to Redone. Oh no, no way! But now that we're filling up that, that yeah, I don't know if I don't know, like you said, because he was a he's a starter and a reliever. I don't know where he's gonna fit into our rotation. Yeah, because I know. I mean, we do a lot, a good amount of bullpen games. Um, yeah. Well, the Giants do. Jacob Jacob Junis could kiss kiss your spot in the rotation goodbye if Radon comes back. Oh yeah, very true, very if true. Not, so, yeah. <laughs> if not, yeah. If not, taken over that spot. Probably. Yeah. yeah. I guess either way. Them, <laughs> either yeah. way. Um, but yeah, so exciting for that. Um, and then just other rumors around the league: the Twins and the Giants are the favorites to land. What I would say is probably the best player left in the in the free agent pool, Carlos Correa. Um, so the Giants are actually they're the heavy favorite, I believe, right? Yeah, they are. Um, I mean, 
Giants the heavy favorite to get Judge also. No, we were, like, not the heavy favorite. I guess, yeah, everyone was giving it mixed signals and all that. Yeah, yeah. But, I, dude, I would love Correa on the Giants. That'd be a, such a good pickup. Yeah, I would love that, too. Yeah, um, but I'm also reading today that Dansby Swanson is also in communications with the Giants. So, I mean, one of those two would be great. Correa, obviously, would be probably the better one to have. Um, I do like Swanson. He's a good player, but yeah, I think Correa is just – he ranks in the top percentiles for a lot of MLB metrics. So, yeah, be a good um, guy to get on the team. Um, so you want to do the notable – you want yeah. to do the notable for agents? Uh, yeah, before that, um, I'm just reading on some uh, articles, and it says the Mets are also interested in Correa. I haven't seen nothing further, but, you know, Mets are looking at Correa as well. So God, that adds a bit of team into the rotation. What do you mean? What do they need him for? <laughs> to what, True. DH? I have no idea. Because yeah. they do have – yeah, I forgot that. Well, they I think – Hasn't yeah? I, or has he been playing short, second base? He's been playing. Short I guess now he's been playing short, and then Nimmo. Yeah, just as the Mets are showing O'Neal. interest. Yeah, Jeff O'Neill. My bad. Um, yeah, so Mets are I guess somewhat on the table for possibly getting Carlos Correa now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then some other guys that are big names that are still in the market are Carlos Rodon. Um, obviously, the Yankees have been linked to him a lot this last week. Um, the, I know the Giants are still talking to him, but he's his asking price is really high. He's looking for over 200 mil for seven years, which oh, is that's a, a big, lot that's a of fat, money. That's a fat contract. Yeah. I mean, he played so well last season. So yeah. I think he he definitely earned a, a, a bonus, or like a pay upgrade. But oh, I don't know, sure. 200, year, or 200 mil for seven years is a lot of money. So I don't know who's going to be willing to spend that. It's, that's pretty much... It's, it's not judge numbers, but it's it's up there for yeah, pitcher. Up, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then also the yeah this this guy I would say is probably the last uh, last decent rotate uh, rotational piece is Nathan Nivaldi. Uh, he's a veteran from where is he, where did he play last season? He was in Boston. Uh, he's on the Red Sox. Yeah. He's been with them for a good amount of time. I yeah, think. he started off with the Rangers, I believe. I believe he did, yeah, but he's, yeah. he's he's a solid pitcher. Yeah, yeah, he's still solid. He's, I believe, 35 years, 34, 35 years old. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's like a low-key guy. He flies under the radar, but he's a solid, yeah. solid pitcher. I feel like any team would, you know, be happy to have him in their pitcher rotation. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. – he's probably a three through five depending on, um, you know, how Where good the team's pitchers are. Yeah. yeah, what team he's pitching on. Oh, dude, I mean, for the Giants right now, dude. For the like Giants, a, a good... for the Giants, he'd, he'd probably, be a, he'd probably two or three, two or three flip flopping him with Manea. Yeah, I don't um, know, but interesting. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, I don't do think know, I'll go after him now, though. After no, do you know? Do you know of any teams um, that are looking at Evaldi or no? He's been really quiet on his okay. uh, on his free agency. Uh, what's it called? His free agency meetings and stuff like that. Um, yeah, he's he's been drawing a lot less interest from what I'm reading, a lot less interest from the Red Sox than the other teams that are pursuing him. Uh, right okay. now I'm reading the Cardinals are looking at him, hmm. which could be 
could be interesting for them. You know, they have a, they have a lot of good pieces on that team. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, I feel like I feel like he should probably go back to the Red Sox. I think he's better off staying put. He's like a probably. fan favorite in Boston. Um, definitely, definitely. So I think it'll be good for him to stay. I don't think it's worth uh, at this point in his career going out to somewhere else and a new team. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, you want to take this one? Oh, Andrew Benatendi. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the last. I guess yeah. Last notable free agent is Andrew Benatendi. Is he on the what team? Is he, what team is he? On? He oh he's on the Yankees. Okay, yeah. I remember him on the Sox, the Royals. So he's on the Yankees now. Yeah, um, yeah. He's the last available. I'd say reliable or you know solid player um, that's available in the outfield um, at least. I think there's still yeah, some for the outfield. okay guys. You still have your guys like uh, like Michael Brantley and guys like yeah, that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Some like old older guys, but um, still pretty solid players for the for the league. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's been connected with the Giants a lot too recently. Um, he hit three hundred four last year. He changed up his whole approach mm-hmm. um, at the plate, so trying to hit for contact more than hit the ball at the park every yeah. at bat. But I remember, I remember when he first came to the league, he was a stud. Um, yeah, he was he was raking when he first came in the league. Yeah, so I mean. It, the Giants coaching is obviously A one top tier, so mm-hmm. I mean I could see him I could see him fitting into our um, rotation pretty yeah. nicely actually. Yeah. Just I'd, contact I'd, that, we'd love that. Plus probably he's a good outfielder, good position player. Yeah, yeah, he's a good position player. Um I mean he's only twenty eight years old. He is is he is he a righty or a lefty? Pretty sure he hits lefty. Yeah. I I think he's just left handed overall though. I don't yeah. think he's throws righty and hits lefty. He throws sure. he throws lefty, I know that. Um and then I'm pretty sure he yeah, hits yeah, lefty. Yeah, he hits he lefty. Hits, he's hits a lefty. lefty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that'd be nice to get another lefty bat in our lineup. Yeah, I mean I think Not just that that's the best thing, but I think it's good. Yeah, I think he'll him being a lefty at the plate for the Giants, uh obviously we have like guys like Austin Slater and um it's Jock, Jock. Yeah, Jock's a righty, right? Um, uh, Jock's a lefty hitter, but Jock's lefty. Oh, he's lefty. Damn. Yeah, Jock's lefty. Oh, then maybe we don't need any more left because Yastrzemski's also lefty. Oh yeah. So what I'm thinking is we have Slater's are only not ready. Oh, there. Lamont Wade's a lefty also. Yeah. Wow. We just have we just have a lot of a lot of platoon guys. Um, yeah, we do. Which is why I feel like guys don't a lot of these big free agents don't want to go to the Giants because they don't want to get pinch hit. Um, in platoon situations, but I think it's just yeah, exactly. we don't have enough everyday guys that... Yeah, um, we don't have enough, like, big players. We have all, like, like solid players. Or maybe not even solid. We got I, a lot I of journeymen. We got a lot of journeymen. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. We don't have any, um, like, big-name players like we used to. Yeah. But it's all good. Yeah. We're, um, on, we're, on a, we're in rebuild mode. Yeah, but I, I would love to see I would love to see Ben Attendee come over to the Giants. Uh, I don't know what that means for guys like. Uh, well, I guess now we have uh, Mitch Haniger, right? What is he? Uh, oh, he's yeah. a righty. Well, I think he's right field. He's a left fielder. Um, left field. Yeah, but yeah, I, I mean, they, I, what they're yeah. really looking for is to try and get to move Yastrzemski out of center field. Well, Yaz was playing right, but he was playing center for a good portion. I think. But yeah, they could move him easily. They yeah. don't want him in center, though? No, they don't want him in center. Um, 
It's just so, he's not fast enough to cover all the ground instead. That's true. So uh, we could have – it could be Hanniger in left, Jock in center. No, they don't want Jock playing the field. Oh, they don't? Jock, Jock is going to be like a DH platoon. He's going to uh, only hit against against righties. So then – interesting. Do we stay Dude, are you sure? Are you sure Jock Peterson's left-handed hitter? Oh, um, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Breaking, 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 breaking news. No way. Breaking news. This is happening just now. All right. Let's go. What? Let's go. Okay. Holy crap. Okay. Um, We have breaking news. I'm also going to call my dad while we're on the pod. Um, Wow. So. That is crazy. Dad. Hey, I'm on the pod right now. Um. We're recording. Did you just see what happened? No, what happened? We have breaking news from the First of Big Podcast. The Giants have just signed Carlos Correa to a 13-year, $350 million deal. Oh, man, that's fantastic. I'm glad they finally got something on the books. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'll, I'll call you. I just wanted to break the news live on air, um, but I'll, I'll call you later. Hey, guys, listen to the First of Big Podcast. You know your boy Ryan and all his guys. <laughs> real ones. Yeah, it's so, just me and Carter right now. We're doing weekly sports, but Carter Bowie is in the yeah. house. <laughs> All right, I'll get at you later, Dad. Love you. All right, All right bye. Bye. Um, wow. Okay, yeah, that's big news. Um, Jeez, that's I love that. I love a breaking news. Yeah, that's beautiful. Beautiful. Um, wow, that just like lifted my my whole spirits. Uh, I got the heart rate going. Yeah, dude, I'm like I'm like bugged out right now. Um, so get some of this. Okay, so he – wow, dude, this is crazy. Okay, so – and it's not from that guy uh, – who's the guy that, that did the judge news? Oh, uh, I forget his name, but yeah, yeah, it's not the guy that – Okay, this is, this is the legitimate source uh, coming from ESPN and Jeff Passan. So, dude, that's crazy. Carlos Correa yeah. coming to the Giants, 13 years, 350. That is crazy. A, that is a hefty – Hefty contract, but yeah, that's welcome to the team. Wow, that's going to be so exciting for us. Yeah, I that's like that. Great. Where do you think he's going to play? Where do you think they move Crawford to? Second or short? Or second or third? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they move Crawford to short. I think they could play Correa at second. No, I think they move Crawford to. You, to, you think they move Crawford to third? To second. I I'd say they move to him second. To second. Yeah, put more, Correa, put more short, athletic. Crawford second. That's true, because yeah. Crawford's such a good fielder. Yeah, I'd say you got to keep that athleticism in the middle of the field, you know. Um, but then you got guys like Wilmer Flores could play every position. Very uh, true. Throw he him would at play, third he, was, first. he would play third for us a good amount, yeah. Yeah, or first. Throw, throw him at third. Then you got, uh, what's his name, Lamont Wade at first base. Uh, did, can Jock Peterson play first base at all? I don't think so. No. I don't Pretty know, dude. Much. They just got like guys that play wherever, honestly. Pretty much they do. Yeah. Um Yeah, okay, wow, that's crazy. Okay, beautiful. Giants got Carlos Correa breaking news on the podcast. You are fake news. Oh, that was not the drop that I meant to play. But yeah. All right. All go. right, all right, all right. Well, that's some good stuff. Let's move on to NFL. Yeah, um, let's get it. All um, right. You got first I'll I'll, I'll run into this. So uh, yeah, some NFL news. Um, a lot of a lot of players are getting injured this season. 
So, um, to start things off, if you guys were watching last night's Monday Night Football game, uh, Kyler Murray, he suffered a knee injury in a non-contact play against the Patriots. He was making like a little juke um, to the left, and uh, his leg or his knee just gave out. Um, and then some of the new... Uh-oh. Carter. Uh-oh. Carter just cut out. Um. Oh, you're back. Talk. Are we good? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll just re- I'll just uh replay that. So, uh, Kyler Murray he suffered a knee injury in a non-contact play in Monday Night Football's game, um, last night against the Patriots. And the news on that today is that he did end up tearing his ACL, so he will be out for the rest of the season. That's a big, big hit. Dude, okay, I don't know what's happening with Carter's thing. Um, Carter, just Carter, no, just rejoin. You... I'll cover you for a second. Just rejoin. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so Kyler Murray, I mean, the Cardinals did not really stand a chance of landing in the playoffs this year with the Niners and Seahawks playing pretty well. Um, but, yeah, you know, you like to see him build some rapport with DeAndre Hopkins uh, and Hollywood Brown. And, you know, they, they haven't been able to really catch a break with all their weapons on the field at the same time. You know, they got James Conner at running back. They got DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, Kyler Murray, and then they got Marquise Brown. Um, and then Zach Ertz, obviously, out. So they've just been dealing with a lot of injuries. Um, yeah, so that's just unfortunate to hear. Um, speaking of the of injuries, the Niners did just lose Debo Samuels um, on an MCL and high ankle sprain. On a, a rushing play this week, it was really rough. He fumbled the ball um, on just a, on a normal. Uh, you know how they have Debo line up in in the running back position. Um, they hand the ball off. You know he went down. It looked pretty nasty. Uh, they are lucky. He is not expected to miss the rest of the season. Um, he's probably going to be out for, I believe, three to four weeks. Um, but he'll be back for the playoffs. Um, another another Niners injury, uh, defensive end Dante Johnson uh, tore his ACL in Sunday's game against the Bucks. Um, yeah, that's a pretty big loss considering our we've just our defense has suffered a lot of injuries, and then obviously the the sorry Carter, you're back. Um, I'm just on Dante Johnson. Um, oh, our de- defensive end tearing his ACL. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, the Niners they've just been suffering a lot of injuries recently. Uh, just with, you know, Trey Lance, Elijah Mitchell. Um, they haven't really had their defense at full strength all season long. And it's um, still one of the top defenses in the league. Oh, yeah. We rank first in every defensive metric in the NFL. So, yeah. I mean, is is Dante Johnson, like, he's he's someone's backup, right, I believe? Um, I don't – I'm not fully knowledgeable about our full in-depth defense. Yeah. But I think I saw that he was a pro bowler at some point, oh, I believe. Was? I could be completely wrong, but oh, okay. I do remember reading something. There was some other – there was some, like, um, achievement by him um, saying that when he tore his ACL. Oh, okay. 
but I'm yeah. not sure. But I know okay. he's a, I know he's a good good DN for us for sure. Yeah, that's a big loss. Um, he'll be done for the season for sure with the torn ACL. So wishing him a speedy recovery. Um, yeah, and again sticking with the Niners, Brock Purdy. Uh, he looked amazing against the Bucks. Uh, blew him out the water, thirty-five to seven. He had. 185 passing yards for two touchdowns. He rushed for his own touchdown. Um, you know, and I think what they've been crediting it to is that he's been practicing against the Niners defense for 14 weeks now. Um, he, I think that's why he looks so comfortable against all these other defenses. Um, you know, when you're practicing against a, a top defense every single week in these like live practice, like these live scrimmages, I think you just build up a, a certain confidence and uh, composure in the pocket you know, he looks really comfortable in there. Um, you know, and I, I really like Brock Purdy, man. You've been, we've been seeing a lot of, like, personality from him, like when he scores touchdowns or when he makes a good yeah. pass. Yeah, he plays with a little bit of swag. Um, do you, What do you think? Do you think he's the our next quarterback of the future? Do you think they're going to move oh, on from Jimmy G and Trey? Definitely. I mean, well, we still haven't seen Trey Lance. We already know how, you know, obviously Jimmy G took us to the Super Bowl. Um, obviously, we didn't win, but we, so we know what he's capable of. But I think I think this is just great for Purdy because um, you know he could you know emerge as I guess he could emerge as our top QB just depending on how Jimmy G's injury goes and um, with Trey Lance's injury and and who knows the Giants might just stick with Purdy. Nice. Yeah, they might just stick with Purdy if they like him. Um, I mean, he's bringing in a lot of hype. Um, you know, through the fan base and everything, and around the league. I mean, um, what? I think he's the first NFL rookie to beat Tom Brady in their first career game. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw uh, I saw some news on that. Yeah, he so. whooped on Tom Brady when Tom, yeah. Tom Brady's coming home game in San yeah. Francisco, or yeah, in the but, Bay with yeah, his I mean, parents we, in the stands. Yeah, I mean, we literally smacked him. So yeah. uh, I think, you know, good things are going to come to Purdy. He's playing well, so I like him too. I like him. I a really lot. like him. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's say NFC Championship game. Jimmy G's back. Uh huh. Brock Purdy's still looking good. Who are you riding with? I mean, I'm riding with Purdy. I mean, if he's capable to get us there, then I I, I keep him in because you know I think Jimmy G. I love I love him. I love. I think he's a solid QB. Sure, he makes some questionable um, decisions, you know, with his passing. But I mean, in our offense, he works great. But I think, you know, with him breaking his foot, I think we're seeing him. He's become more fragile. Yeah. So I mean, I think if Purdy's playing well, I would just keep him in. Keep yeah. Going, keep everything rolling, because you know, I mean, what we're in week. This is what second 15. game. 15. We're going into week 15. This is his, he's played what, two games? Uh, one and a half. One and a half games. So, yeah, he's played one and a half games, and there's what, three more weeks? So, I mean, puts him at like five ish games, and then if he goes yeah. playoffs, you know, I think I think I like keeping him in. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say I would, I would probably keep him in. I would just keep Jimmy G close on the bench. Because, um, you know, when you get into that, that crunch time, um, I mean, we saw with Colin Kaepernick back in, I want to say, 2012. Was it 2012 when they made the Super Bowl? Uh, it was 2012, 20... 2013. I think it was against the Ravens. Ravens, yeah. I was against Joe Flacco and the Ravens. Yeah, I'm the pretty Harbaugh, sure it was, 20, it was... The Harbaugh Bowl. Yeah, it was, 20, it was 2012. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw with Colin Kaepernick when uh, he replaced Alex Smith. 
you know, I think that that experience really comes into play, especially with Jimmy G being a, he's been on that Super Bowl stage. Um, so I would definitely keep him at like on that, uh, like pretty close to coming into the game. Um, maybe even give him a couple downs. I just think that that experience, that championship experience is what's really important. And then you also have to remember that Jimmy G is the, the prodigy to Tom Brady. You know, he was Tom Brady's backup for a while in, in New England. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that he he definitely probably picked up on some stuff from, from TV. So I think that he'll – I think that he has that that championship experience, yeah, like I said. So I think yeah, that, I think I that really that. comes into play when you get into those, those deeper postseason games. Um, but, yeah, I would definitely rock with Purdy. Yeah, I mean, if he's – Play if he continues to play well, I don't see any reason to not keep him in. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna get our next thing. Yeah. Um, some more news. Cowboys signed veteran wide receiver T.Y. Hilton from the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I don't know how old Hilton is, but I mean, I feel like at his point, at the, his, this point in his career, he's kind of just um, not a relevant receiver, but um, you know, obviously not a top receiver so him going to the Cowboys I mean they already have C.D. Lamb he's their top receiver um, I mean they got uh, Michael Gallup as well, well. He, he they signed him to the practice squad I think he's there oh. for just uh, oh he is presence yeah yeah oh, okay I didn't I didn't see that yeah but okay, um, so then, that makes sense then. yeah he, he'll so be I there like, I was like no way he's gonna get used yeah yeah no no he's there for that veteran presence he's gonna probably play like a like how Tevin Coleman is with the Niners right now. Um, yeah. Like if someone goes down, he'll probably step in. But other than that, he's there okay. just to give guidance to the to the young guys. I mean, what CD Lamb's in his second year? Um, pretty sure second year. Yeah. Yeah. But second we year. already know he's a stud. We already know the type of player he can. Be, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm not mad at that signing. Um, yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess I read it, read it all wrong. Yeah. But, you um, know who I would like to see come into the league is Cam Newton. Oh yeah, yeah. He'd be a good veteran presence for sure. Yeah, um, with with some team, you know, there's a lot of teams. I feel like yeah, without a QB. Um, and uh-huh. speaking of teams without a QB, Marcus Mariota went down um, out for the season with a knee injury. Um, I mean, maybe the Falcons could go pick up Camden, maybe just to who knows, kind of get that uh, like again, like that. Camden's been to the Super Bowl, you know, he's. One MVPs. He's been that. He's been that guy for a while. Um, yeah, yeah. It's and so I think, sure. I don't know. Maybe just like playing around that championship um, caliber of player. We'll we'll do some positives for that Falcons team that's kind of in the mud right yeah, now. Yeah, they're very, they're struggling quite a bit. Um, yeah, but Marietta's going out uh, out of, out for the season. This year he had two thousand passing yards for fifteen touchdowns. Um, not that. Not nothing special, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am really happy to see him on the field though, uh, as a starter. You know, he's he was really highly sought after at Oregon. Um, I believe he won a Heisman Trophy there, or was a finalist at least. He was a really big name in college yeah. football for a while. Oh yeah, he was he was a stud at Oregon. Yeah, um, but then he kind of just hit a hit a wall when he came into the league. Uh, kind of similar to how uh, RG three Robert Griffin the third um, mm-hmm. kind of never lived up to it. But I think yeah, this not year quite he though. Was, yeah, no, Mariota. Yeah, 
Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, Mariota, Mariota was having a great season this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, prayers out to him. Speedy recovery. Um, and then you got this one? Yeah, some MVP talk. So, Jalen Hurts, after what, he's his last three games, he's kind of gone off. He's gone yeah. off. Um, so, uh, Hurts is the new MVP favorite, and he surpasses Patrick Mahomes. Um and then also Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, Tagovailoa, and Josh Allen—they're all—they've all been in the MVP MVP talk this year. Um, some of Hurts' stats this year: he's got a 108.4 passer rating, which is top of the league. 22 touchdowns, um, three interceptions, which is very That's very nuts. impressive. Yeah, over 13 just, weeks. Yeah, yeah 14 just weeks. such smart decision making on his end. Um, and he's got 3,000 plus yards, and the Eagles are also 12 and one. So, um, yeah, I think, obviously, you know, Hurts' new, new MVP favorite. He's just playing very well. So I, I'm, I'm in favor of all of that. Yeah, I have no, no complaints against that. Um, you know, I really liked Tua up until that, up until that Niners game last week. Yeah, um, yeah, he's not performed. Yeah, I mean, I just think that, like we talked about last week, he kind of needs that offensive line to carry him whereas Hertz has been just doing it on his own. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, it obviously helps when you have tar- two targets like A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Um, but, I mean, what can you say for Tua? You know, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle is no joke either. Um, they're probably, yeah. That's probably a better <laughs> probably a better duo. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, I mean, yeah, no, the Eagles, their whole team, their defense is good. Offensive line is good. Um but yeah, no, Hertz is just—he's playing very well right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh God, dude, I didn't do any quarterback stats for my top five, but um, Chilling. yeah, we got All right, pretty man. much the same ones. Yeah, yeah that's you know it what, for uh, NFL news. Yeah, but you know what time it is? Top five, top five, top five. Yes, sir. Bring out, bring out the top five. Come on, top fives. All right, we got fantasy top fives. We got. I'll start us off. Um, for yeah, we'll switch it up. We'll yeah, switch it up. You know, we'll switch around. Um, I got at quarterback. My QB one this week is going to be Jalen Hurts. Um, obviously, we said the MVP betting favorite. Um, he's going up against Chicago. A uh, little bit of a spotty defense, right? Um, yeah, but I mean, you know, he's had thirty fantasy points in his last three contests. I'm stealing that from you. All good. All <laughs> um, good. Yeah, and so I think, yeah, I think he's set up for a big week, you know. Um, and then at number two, I got Josh Allen against the Dolphins. You know, the Dolphins are still overcoming a lot of injuries. Um, they do still have their key guys like Bradley Chubb. Is it Bradley Chubb or Brady Chubb? Bradley Chubb, right? I think it's Bradley Chubb. Yeah, Bradley Chubb, uh, Jalen Phillips. You know, they got some solid guys. Um, Xavier Howard, you know. Yeah, but solid. Yeah, but I think Josh Allen's so versatile in how he can pass the ball. He's got some good weapons, Stephon Diggs, Dalton Knox, Gabe Davis. Um, and, you know, he can run the ball himself. You know, he really likes to do that. Um, at number three, I got Joe Burrow against Tampa Bay. You know, Tampa Bay just got eaten up by the Niners' offense this week. Um, Joe Burrow obviously has his his guys back. he got Jamar Chase, T, T. Higgins. Uh, I believe Tyler Boyd is out this week. Pretty sure T. Higgins is also questionable. Is T. Higgins questionable? I believe so. Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but I'm, yeah. I'm positive. Um, I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah, but I mean, Joe Burrow, um, 
you know, I feel like he is probably the closest thing right now in the league to um, one of Brady's. Like, you could tell that he watched Brady coming up. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's got that that kind of – he plays with that tenacity and intensity that Tom Brady plays with. Um, so I think it'll be special to watch the two of them play against each other this week. Um, Tampa Bay's defense, like I said, not that great this this last week. So I think he'll, he'll be looking to beat up on them a little bit. Um, at four, I got Patrick Mahomes against Houston. Houston, I believe, is a – I have it somewhere else in my notes. Uh, yeah, Houston, weak defense. Um, and Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, you know, so I think, <laughs> I think I'll have a big week. Um, maybe catch his brother dancing around on the sideline, something like that. <laughs> Hopefully he's not doing that. We haven't been seeing his brother at all in the media, which is very interesting because he was – so relevant like when they were in the super bowl and then now just no one's talking about them yeah dude i mean <laughs> i'm glad those were, those i was gonna were, i was gonna say that dark as well. times. yeah dark very times. much very distracting <laughs> yeah. yeah why were you so distracted by that carter i don't know <laughs> um anyway my fifth quarterback on my list is gonna be justin herbert um he's going up against tennessee this week um and like I said, I forgot to do notes for my quarterbacks, but um, I did pick him for a reason. I just can't remember why. I think Tennessee is a, is a bottom-ranked defense as well um, in the passing game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think Justin Herbert is due for a big week. You know, I, he didn't play particularly well last week. Yeah, I mean, he dropped 19 points against the Dolphins, 367 yeah. yards. He played fine. <laughs> Yeah, but he didn't, you know. <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing, not trying to shake you, but yeah, yeah. No, nothing outstanding. He's been very iffy all season, so yeah, yeah. I think he's, I think he's due. He just, he just yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, that's what I'm, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. had an iffy, iffy season, not <laughs> yeah, yeah. week, yeah. 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 All right. I move, have him move, on my fantasy team, yeah. so. Moving, moving along, all right, um. <laughs> I got Jalen Hurts as my number one QB. He's obviously playing the Chicago defense. You're doing defense. a lot of moving, buddy. Oh, we do. Um, he's playing a very weak Chicago defense. Um, yeah, like we said, in his last few weeks, he's dropped over 30 fantasy points. He's been passing deep balls to A.J. Brown. Um, he's been running around the field. So I, I just don't really see any signs of him slowing down. Their whole team is just – fired up you know they're playing really well so playing i got him at one yeah, yeah they're playing outstanding two i got josh allen as well they're playing the dolphins um very questionable pick actually another thing of it because it's going to be like 20 below and snowing in uh buffalo so those conditions i think will definitely have a negative impact yeah, on allen yeah that's true plus he can run the ball so yeah. he doesn't necessarily have to throw but yeah i think I think he's running the ball at like his best in his career. Um, and he's obviously still passing the ball very well. Three, I got Mahomes. He leads the league in passing yards with 4,160 yards, which is Nuts. crazy. Yeah, insane. Yeah, <laughs> like thousand insane. more than Hertz. Yeah, I think, well, I think Hertz is like somewhere in the low 3,000s, low to mid. So, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely sizable. 3,100. So, so, sizable chunk yeah. greater than Jesus. Yeah, like Ryan said, uh, they're facing a back end of the league defense in Houston. They've just been struggling all year. Um, so I think he's just going to eat against Houston. I think he's going to go off. Yeah. Like, 
off. I think also because Kelsey's due for uh, a big yeah, game. He, so. he had a pretty shitty week last week. I mean, he dropped ten points, but yeah, for Kels, no. Yeah, but for Kelsey, Kelsey uh, I think I think the, I think Mahomes is is very much due. Four, I got Burrow. He's playing the Bucks. They actually have a pretty solid defense, uh, but obviously, as we saw last week, the Niners smacked them. Um, Burrow leads is third in passing yards with three thousand six hundred eighty-five. Um, obviously, he has Jamar Chase back. So I think, bro, he's just kind of back in his groove, you know. He's got his top receiver uh, to pass to. So I think he's just back in his normal play. Yeah, I and love five... their chemistry. Just Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they played at LSU. LSU. Yeah, they played yeah. at LSU together, which I think is so cool. Yeah, I just saw um, a clip. Sorry to keep it down. Now you good. I, I just saw a clip of um, it was – I don't know if it was a championship game or not, but it was LSU versus Alabama when Tua was there. It was like um, – it was Burrow, Clyde, Edwards, Elaire. Um, I don't think Justin Jefferson was on that team, was he? I don't think he was. Yeah, I don't think he was. But um, yeah, Jamar Chase was there. Who else? And then on Alabama's side, it was Najee Harris, Tua. Um, Probably Devontae Smith, Smith was on there. Yeah, they were just a bunch of studs, dude. So Yeah, that's insane. It's crazy um, that they were all on the field at the same time. That's insane. Alabama, such a loaded program. Yeah. All right, my fifth, I got Justin Fields against the Eagles. I know the Eagles got a good defense. Justin Fields has the most rushing yards for the quarterback position. He's coming off a bye week. So, obviously, he had that um, – he tore some ligaments in his left shoulder. But I think, you know, with a bye week, he's going to be able to strengthen, um, strengthen his shoulder and get the rest needed to be able to perform and come back to um, – being a, not a top QB in the league, but being a very solid QB in the league because, you know, we've seen what he's capable of doing. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, so for running backs, I got – this is, should come to as no surprise. I got Derrick Henry, King Henry at number one against the Chargers this week. You know, the Chargers are a bottom 15 defense already. And then on top of that, you add that they've suffered a lot of injuries to the defensive line. Um, so I think, obviously, he's due for a big league. Um, Christian McCaffrey at number two against Seattle. Um, you know, Seattle has a good defense. I will say that it's, it is important to note that there is no Debo Samuels this week for the Niners. Um, so you should look for Christian McCaffrey to kind of fill that role of, uh, kind of like that flex player that Debo, that Debo is, um, kind of use him in, in passing schemes as well. Um, so he'll get you some good receptions for you. P- what is it? Is it PPF? Is that, For what? The, is that what the ruling is that what the system is in fantasy it's ppr oh ppr ppr points yeah. per points per reception yeah yeah um yeah so for the ppr people's definitely check out christian mccaffrey he's gonna be big this week um at three i got austin eckler going up against tennessee um while the titans are the second best rushing defense in the league besides i believe the 49ers um eckler did put up just below 25 fantasy points last week. Um, he hasn't had a game where he scored less than 10. So I think, obviously, he's just a consistent option every week. Um, at four, I got Josh Jacobs against New England. He's projected 16.1 fantasy points this week. I believe that should go up. Um, you know, he has over 1,300 rushing yards in the season for 10 touchdowns. Um, you know, he played pretty well against the Rams last week, right? Um, yeah, he did. Yeah, and then he's averaging 5.4 yards per attempt, which is amongst the top of the league. So 
it's exciting to watch him. Um, at five, this might be a little bit of a stretch. Um, I don't think anyone's in the history of sports is going to have this guy in their top five. He but, could be a you know, sleeper pick. No, I already have a sleeper pick. But my running back at number five is going to be Isaiah Pacheco, um, the Chiefs rookie. Um, you know, he's their RB1 without Clyde Edwards. Elair. Is that how you say his name? Is it Elair? Yeah, that's how you, it's Elair. Yeah. But that clip that I watched, they come up calling him Clyde Edwards Elair. <laughs> so, I mean, you don't have to emphasize it, but it's quite Clyde Edwards Elair. Yeah. Um, you know, he's got 4.7 yards per attempt. Uh, he's playing really well for a rookie. And again, they're going up against a pretty weak Houston defense. Um, yeah, so I would expect some good things out of him this week. He's only projected about 10 points, but I think that will definitely go up this week because Houston's just such a crappy defensive position. So, Most definitely. Alrighty. My running backs, I got Austin Eckler at number one. Um, obviously, like Ryan said, he's playing a weak Tennessee defense. No, um, that's a good Tennessee defense. Oh. I guess, okay. Never mind, I, I misheard. I, so he's playing a good Tennessee defense, but... I don't think it really matters because. Um, Bro, you well, stole I guess, my notes. <laughs> I ain't using them though. Um, what was I gonna say? <laughs> no, I'm oh, I forgot. Nah, you just that's what I thought. I I got Eckler at my one, um, but even though they're playing a good Tennessee defense, I just think Herbert. You know, he hits a lot of screen passes to Eckler. I mean, yeah. he's their main running back, so he's just a very high productive uh, player on offense. Two, I got McCaffrey. He's playing against Seattle. Um, I mean, we've already seen what he's capable of, just the way he fits into the Niners' defense with our screen pips. Yeah, it's like legit seamless. Um, like, he was already solid his first game with us. But, um, I mean, big matchup, big rivalry, Niners-Seahawks. Um, There's in it football. Can't wait yeah, for that. I guess Yeah, what I'm, I'm reading, they got the worst ranked um, or second worst ranked uh, rush defense in the league, the Seahawks. They've had a lot of injuries on their defense, yeah. so that doesn't help them. But C-Max 2, 3, I got Josh Jacobs. He's kind of cooled down just a bit. He's still the number two ranked. Um, but from that 48-point game, he's up 21-19, which is still good. Yeah. Um, he's playing very solid uh, New England defense, so it'll be interesting to see how he matches up against that. Um, obviously, like Ryan said, he's averaging 5.4 yards per attempt. Yeah. So, the I just got like a him. good defense. They got yeah. Uh, they have they got a very solid defense. Solid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just got some good guys. Four. Um, I've got Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, like Ryan said, you know he's playing a bottom fifteen defense, and it's just it's King Henry. You know he's very powerful and strong when he runs the ball. Um, you he's know, a he's very hard. He's they very hard to run tackle. The ball. Yeah, I mean they're in a run heavy offense. The, yeah, so. I don't remember the last time I saw. Who's their quarterback even? Uh, Tannehill's back. He's, oh, he's oh, okay. Pretty sure he was back last week. Yeah. Um, five, I got Saquon Barkley. He's playing against the Commanders. He's coming off a slow week because the Philly defense, um, they, they held him in check. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, he's going to obviously stay incorporated into the Giants' run offense. And I think he's going to um, do some damage against the mid-ranked Washington defense. Yeah, I like that. Um, okay, moving on to the wideouts. I got... Uh, uh, wide receiver one, I'm going to go A.J. Brown against the Chicago Bears this week. Um, currently, he's at third in the league in touchdowns, sixth in receiving yards, um, just under 1,000 receiving yards. But he's, 
you know, he's playing next to, or he's catching the balls from, <laughs> pause, he's catching passes from Jalen Hurts. Pause. Dude, you just moved my thing. Hold on. Um, yeah, he's catching, catching passes from Jalen Hurts, um, obviously, like we talked about him earlier. Just the talent that he is, MVP. Um, and then, you know, he should definitely eat against the Bears' bottom-ranking passing defense. Um, number two, I got Justin Jefferson, um, you know, against – they're playing the Indiana Colts, Indianapolis Colts. Um, you know, he's a top-three wide receiver this season. Um, you know, arguably the top receiver this year. Uh, you know, he's just so solid every week. Um, Colts defense is terrible. Um, but, you know, he's coming off a, a big game, too. So I think he should definitely eat. Last week, I mean, he had, what, they, they lost to the Lions, but he still had 223 yards, 33.3 fantasy points. So big week from him last week. I think he should carry on this week. Um, I got, at three, I got Stefan Diggs against Miami. Um you know, Miami, they're used to playing in the sun. I don't know how their defense is going to shape up in the snow. Stefan Diggs is used to it in Buffalo. He's been out there for a couple years now. Uh, he only had 6.7 fantasy points last week. It's his only week with single digits. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a bounce-back week for him in the in the Bills. So hopefully he'll get some good stuff done. Uh, Jamar Chase, I got him at number four against Tampa Bay. Uh, he had 33 points last week. He had a big week. Um, he's averaging 17 yards per reception. Um, you know, and he's wide receiver three on CBS Fantasy Sports. And at number five, I do not have any stats for him right now, but, you know, what we all know what Devontae Adams is capable of. Um, just a beast and definitely the most targeted the most targeted guy on the on the Raiders offense. Um, I potentially will say that that'll go down a little bit because Darren Waller is going to be back this week. But, you know, if... Uh, you know they love going to love going to Devontae. He's definitely yeah, he's got first, some of the first best, best hands in the league. Oh yeah, he's first ballot Hall of Famer. You know he's just adding to a legendary career already. So yeah. All right, my receivers. I got Jay Jeff against the Colts. He's the number one ranked receiver on ESPN Fantasy. Um, obviously, you know he's coming off that monster two hundred twenty three yards and thirty three points last week. Um, he is facing a number one ranked. Um, pass defense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I so, should have clarified that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Colts defense yeah. do they do they are um they are good in the passing passing yeah. game, but He's facing you know ranked. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say that that the Colts their lack of defensive presence in the just in like the pass rush is yeah uh, exactly definitely it'll yeah, give overall, it'll give overall. yeah it'll give uh, Kirk Cousins a lot of time to get him the ball downfield, yeah. so... Yeah, yeah that, that is a good clarification, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I think Justin Jefferson is going to have have another big week. Uh, he's so consistent. My yeah, two, is. two, I got the sun god, Amon Ra, St. <laughs> Brown. He's playing a Jets defense. They're actually very good, yeah. great defense, and he's probably going to be matched up against Mr. Sauce Gardner, Who's the oh, best corner? Best corner in the league. It's gonna be a fun matchup. So that'll be interesting. Interesting. Um, but the Lions' offense is so hot right now. They're just playing well. Yeah. They're dropping golf, points. Golf has been. They are dropping been crazy. points. I I think they've dropped like over 25, 30 points in their last like three or four games or something like that. I could be yeah. completely wrong, but um. Yeah. I just I like him. Would you say that Amon Ra is um? I mean, you know, aside from Jefferson and Jabbar Chase, would you say that he's I would say that he's probably the the top 
up-and-coming wide receiver in the league. You know how Jefferson and I believe they're all around the same age, Jefferson, Jamar Chase, and Amon Ra, but yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I would – I mean, Jefferson I mean, and Chase I are already solidified, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't put Amon Ra up there just yet, but this year, I mean, towards no, no, the end of last season. Um, no, no, but in terms of, like, up-and-coming guys. you know, well, Obviously, yeah. He's a, top, and, he's, a, he's a top five wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yes, I best. definitely would put him up there for sure. Yeah. But obviously, you know, we're, he's not on their level yet. But this year, he's having is crazy. Yeah. Um, three, I got Devontae Adams. Obviously, you know, he's a top three wide receiver in the league. Some of the best hands, just like Ryan said. Um, he's playing. Oh, he's playing New England. They had a good defense, but I don't really think any defense can stop Devontae Adams. He's just too dominant. So I just I love him at three, four. I got Jamar Chase. He's playing the Bucks. Obviously, you know he had thirty three fantasy points last week. He's averaging seventeen yards per reception. We know he's very good for that deep ball, um, but he'll also just get you a bunch of targets. And obviously, he has Joe Burrow as his quarterback. So very solid number four pick. I like five. Five. I got AJ Brown. He's playing against Buffalo. Um. Wait. Wait, no, he's not playing against Buffalo. He is not playing against Buffalo. He's playing against Chicago. He's playing against the Bears, which probably won't be the best weather either. But, yeah, he's sixth in receiving yards. He's such a big threat um, in the Eagles' offense, especially having Jalen Hurts throw him the ball. He's been playing very solid, so I like him at five. Yeah, I just feel like his – a lot of his success is also um, attributed to Devontae Smith's um, breakout year this year, you know. I think they've been having to spend a lot more time or a lot more focus on Devontae Smith that it just frees up A.J. Brown a little bit more. Too. Yeah, because I saw last week like he was just wide open on so many t- uh, passes. Yeah, just yeah, wide they, open coverage. Yeah, they've been sending a lot of uh, a lot of double teams over to Devontae Smith. So whenever they yeah, double Devontae. It's weird because I would do the opposite. I would double team A.J. Brown because A.J. Brown is he's a big physical receiver. So he's yeah. hard to you know defend and get the ball from. Yeah, 100%. Um, all right, yeah, uh, I got t- uh, tight ends. Pause. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey at number one. Um, you know, like we said, a little bit of a slow week for him last week with only 10 points, but, you know, that's still better than most of the tight ends around the league and what they average. Um, he's playing Houston this week, you know, but Travis Kelsey's always going to be that number one guy. Um, I don't even I didn't even have to write any notes on that. <laughs> I just have Travis Kelsey at one. Um, at number two, I'm going to go TJ Hawkinson against uh, the Colts this week. Last week, he had six catches on eight targets for 77 yards. Pretty impressive for a tight end. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Mr. Do-It-All, George Kittle, against Seattle this week. Um, Purdy did go to him a lot last week, um, just in the passing game. And, you know, he should be... Should be a, a big a big receiving target with Debo not playing this week. So I think all of the the Niners offensive weapons are gonna benefit a lot from no Debo. Um, but I think Kittle is, yeah, Kittle's one of Purdy's favorite targets so far. So I got him at number three. Mark Andrews at number four. He's oops, he's gonna be going up against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, it's a bounce back week for him. He only had one point seven points last week. So. Um, definitely a bounce back week. I mean, just that just should show you how how dense the how shallow the the tight end pool is this year. 
Um, but yeah, you know, he's a, a good player, so I like going to go with him at number four. I'm going to go Darren Waller at number five, you know, against New England. He's coming back off the injured reserve list, and I believe he hasn't been back since, what, week four? Week four or five? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he got injured in week Five. Yeah, and now making his return. Yeah, um, and you know, obviously, what he did last season, he's definitely a top target for Derek Carr, um, besides Devontae Adams. So, yeah, that'll be exciting to see um, his return. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. So, solid top five for the, for the tight ends. I, yeah, my number one, I got Mr. Kelsey. He's the best tight end in the league. He's only had four receptions in his last three games, which is obviously not up to the standard that we know. For him, so I'm just thinking, like I said uh, about Mahomes, you know, I think Kelsey is going to have a bounce back week. You know, they're going to gel together. I think they're both going to go off. I think they're both going to drop like 25 plus points. Oh yeah, I agree. Two, I got my boy George Kittle. He's playing in Seattle. Uh, he's one of the best tight ends in football. You know, we can block, and I think yeah, obviously you know, Purdy sees him as a great great target. So. Obviously, you know, with Debo out, I think he's going to get a lot more touches. Three, I got David um, Ninjoku. He is on the Browns. So, this is a little interesting pick, but he's playing Baltimore. He's coming off a big game against Cincinnati. He had seven catches on nine targets, um, and he had a touchdown to go along with that. I just think he's making himself known as a top ten tight end. Right now, he's ranked number seven through ESPN. Um, Who's their QB? Oh, it's Deshaun. It is Deshaun Watson, yeah. yeah. Which it, I think who was it before Jacoby Brissett. It was Jacoby Brissett, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah. Also yeah, I guess with Watson, you know. Yeah. Um, adds a little that bit. Just, of that definitely proof. adds a little adds a little flavor for yeah. Ninjoku. Four, I got more with Patrick Patrick Frymuth. He's playing against Carolina. He's gonna um, go with Patrick, right? <laughs> I know Patty. Whatever, it's fine. Pat, he's still a G. Uh, he I think he's one of the most consistent tight ends in the league. He's just in a weak Carolina defense, and I think he's just he's a favorite target. Obviously, they have George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, but he's a solid tight end to have on your roster. Um, five, give me TJ Hawkinson against the Colts. Last week, he had six catches on eight targets for 77 yards. He's obviously their tight end one in Minnesota, and he's top three targets uh, for Cousins. You know, they got Justin Jefferson, Thielen, and TJ Hawkinson. Um, I just... I put him at five because I saw him. He's dropped a good amount of passes, uh, like wide open ones too. So yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a solid week though. Agreed. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's do our sleepers for the week. Um. Well, actually, let's recap yeah. last week. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. last week I was going back and forth between Jerry Judy and Jacoby Myers. I ended up going with Jacoby Myers. Terrible, terrible call. Um, Jacoby Myers is in fact was in fact listed as out last night on Monday Night Football. Um, did not play. Jerry Judy, on the other hand, had th- had the hat trick: three touchdowns, eight eight receptions for seventy three yards, thirty three point three fantasy points. So a great game for him. Um, yeah, that was kind of just an embarrassing brain fart. Um, yeah, it's you know it is it, it happens. Is. It's tough. Yeah, it happens to the best of us. Um, I picked Joshua Palmer last week. Um, he had only had four receptions, 52 yards. He did average 13.3 yards per reception, only dropped 9.3 fantasy points. So yeah. nothing too spectacular. I mean, that's not too bad for, uh, yeah. what is he, the, the third wide 
third option on that. Yeah, he's a wide receiver three on that on that yeah. team. He might not but even I mean, be the he might not even be the third option. He might be the fourth option because they got what Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Mike Williams, Jared Gerald Everett. Oh yeah, he's probably their four then. Yeah, three or four between him and Everett. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, you know, if you got a Tutty in there, you know, a little fifteen points right there, baby. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, decent right, pick man. on my end. Not the best though. Well, it is for this time. <laughs> I knew I was gonna see. I knew I was gonna see again. Oh, that's not what I'm gonna play. Uh. Stop sleeping. Uh. Uh. Good morning. Are we gonna get canceled for playing this? Good morning. <laughs> we shouldn't. All right. Well, this week's sleepers, I have my guy. San Francisco 49ers own Brandon Ayuk. Um, he is currently the wide receiver 22 on FanDuel. Um, but this week he's going to be the wideout number one for the Niners because Debo's out. Um, you know, he's been looking pretty good this year. Um, kind of emerged um, in a sorts. He's a got bit. multiple, multiple. He has more than one multiple touchdown. I didn't want to say multiple, multiple touchdown games, but yeah. you get the gist. Um and yeah, and like I said, we've been hyping up Brock Purdy all, all pod long, but you know he looks really good out there and should be able to get Ayuk the ball. Um, he only had four point seven fantasy points last week, but you know that's partially because of all the other weapons that they have in the, in the offense. So I would like to see him get some good action this week and, you know, do his thing. I like that sleeper actually. Um, yeah, I think I, yeah, I think he's definitely due for due for a big game. Um, my pick this week, I got Zay Jones. Right now, he's wide receiver twenty eight three ESPN. Um, last week, he had eight receptions on seventy seven yards and then one tutty against Tennessee. Um, I'm pretty sure he's dropped over fifteen points his last two games. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know Trevor Lawrence had a big game last week. I think you know he's kind of found a groove in Jacksonville. Um, you know he's getting more comfortable. Um, and Zay Jones, he's a wide receiver, too, on Jacksonville behind Christian Kirk. So I think it's very solid. Yeah, I, think, I really like I think, he, I think he's a good receiver. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, yeah, I like Kirk's that pick. That's a good pick. Sure. What, yeah. Do you know what he's projected this week, Zay Jones? Uh, let me take a peek. Yeah, I should have looked is, up what. He's projected 13.4 through ESPN, if that's what you guys do fantasy through. Because, yeah, he dropped 28. Two weeks ago, okay, he's coming. He had a bad week, thirteen, but he had twenty-one last week, which is very solid. Yeah, um, yeah, and Brandon Ayuk is only projected eight point seven points, but you know yeah. he's sixty yards, four receptions. I don't know. I think that'll definitely be a little bit higher than than what they're projecting him at. Um, yeah, I, I really like Brandon Ayuk. He was a, a good pick up for us a couple of years ago, so. Yeah, um, yeah, that is going to conclude this week's sports podcast. Um, you know, dude, I can't believe I'm still like my heart's still beating so fast. Cause yeah, we got Correa, Correa baby. I'm so yeah, excited. Hype. So excited. Um, yeah. I have to cop a jersey. Oh, yeah, dude. Shout out to, well, he's going to be here for the next 13 years, so might as well. Um, oh, yeah. That's crazy, dude. We'll be, we'll be in our 30s by the time he's retired. That's insane, bro. That's so yeah, crazy. That's nuts. Um, yeah, well. You know what? I'm going to play a San Francisco classic. Good morning. That is not the classic I was going for. <laughs> I 
I know what you're gonna play. P P P Love, time to bring the bass down. If they hate, got a price to pay. California on my license plate. Last year they ain't even liked the bay. Damn. But we don't never trip. All of those guys break dip. No, we never trick on All right, man, we're gonna get on out of here. Um, shout out to the Giants for making that move. Shout out Carlos Crea. Shout out my dad, dude. First appearance on the pod. Yeah, shout out Delsa, baby, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, yeah, it's that Barry classic. Shout out Pilo. Shout out U40. Um, yeah, man, we're gonna get on out of here. Appreciate y'all listening. Um, Hopefully, hopefully our fantasy picks are right for you guys this week. Yeah, hopefully, ho- hopefully, uh, hopefully we don't did do too bad this week. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully uh, Brandon Ayuk doesn't pull a Jacoby Myers. <laughs> I don't think he will. Yeah. But, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, I guess yeah. Merry yeah, Christmas. Man, happy, happy holidays. Oh yeah, season, yeah. Maybe. Happy final. Happy end of finals week. Oh yeah. Get yeah. home. See the family. Take some time off. Come on now. Why you always in a way? Fat ass little ways. Bet you gon' make it. If you're listening to this in the car, you gotta sing it. Come on now. Put me on some. 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 Yeah, we really gone dumb. Put me on some. Put me on some. Alright, yeah. Let's get on out of here.